Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang in with D's episode 48. I am your host. D's with me as always, of course, Dylan with our four seconds of prep time. We're ready to go. Well, I had about four seconds. I don't think you, you were saying check anything. as the intro music was playing. Well, but I actually I glanced at a couple of things before we <laughs> hopped on in here. That's how we do it here. We just say, fuck it. Turn the mics on and go. I'm <coughs> going to cover a few things today. Obviously going to talk some NFL news um, off season in full swing. Also, we'll cover WandaVision and whatever the fuck else pops up. So, jumping right into it on the NFL side, the so far the big story of the week, Carson Wentz has been traded, or at least agreed. The, the, the trade has been agreed upon. Obviously, it can't become official until the league year starts in March, but he has been traded to the Colts. For a third rounder and a conditional second round pick, which becomes a first if he if Carson Wentz either A plays seventy five percent of the snaps at quarterback in the upcoming season, or B plays seventy percent of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs. If either of those two things happen, then that second round pick becomes a first round pick. I got that right? Yeah. Sound right? Sounds right. So you being the biggest Carson Wentz nut hugger that I know. I did outside, jump off that bag. Outside of Philadelphia. I did jump off that bandwagon you, you quite did, a while but, ago. I mean, you wrote it for, I mean, you you hung on as long as you possibly could, and then you made the sensible move and, and jumped off. Right. Um, what are your initial thoughts on that trade? Um, I think it's high – Relatively low risk, but high reward for Indy. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say low risk, but it, it's because of his contract. Su- yeah, yeah. It, it's not super high risk, right? You know, it's not like they're giving up a definite two first rounders or anything like that. So, yeah, if if he can come in and recapture, you know, some of what he did in the previous what four years, three years, four, four, what was that? Uh, without all the injuries. Then, then it's a win because again he showed in those previous years that he was a good quarterback. He just wasn't durable down the stretch, as we saw. And then, of course, this year, and I don't blame all of this year on him. No, you know they had a decimated offensive line, they had a decimated receiving core, a hit and miss running game, and you know a quarterback is kind of like a kicker in the sense that once it's in your head, 
that you're having a bad year, it's really hard. Any sport for that. Matter. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, once it's in your head that you're you're fighting an uphill battle, and then you're just trying so hard to correct it that you overcorrect, and we get what we had, which was yeah. a, a quarterback controversy, and Jalen Hurts takes over, and so here we are. Um, th- there was a lot of talk about the Bears being involved, and from what I've heard, they were in it. Yeah, and it. Obviously, it didn't work out. To me, I I don't know. Um, I think he's a better fit with Indy. There's a lot more weapons around him than yeah. what he's got going into Chicago. Um, and, and I agree. I think that, it, yeah, if it, it could be a very, very good thing uh, for Indy if Wentz can come in and stay healthy and recapture some of that old glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely has a better offensive line. He's got – not great, but solid receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ty Ty Hilton is is great yeah. when he's healthy, and then they of course got a couple other young, Michael Pittman they drafted. Hopefully, he can yeah, a couple of young guys coming up. They've got a uh, a good stud young running back. Looks like yeah, um, and, and it obviously a really good defense. So definitely more reward there than risk. I think you know yeah they got a big ass contract that they're now taking care of, but still. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's a, a possible win-win. Now, mm-hmm. on the other side of the coin, you're the Eagles. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with that number six pick? Um, You just drafted Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And you're sitting at number six. There's going to be a quarterback there. Oh, yeah. Probably, well, obviously not Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence. No. And probably not uh, the kid from... BYU. Zach Wilson, yeah. I don't see him being there either. Fields should probably be available, I think. Um, Yeah, but do you, you got Jalen Hurts. Do you do you draft another one of those? I wouldn't. No. No, I'd say dry, if move anything, back in the draft. It's got to be, a, was it Trey Lance? Trey Lance, yeah. Trey Lance. Or I think at six, I think uh, the Florida kid, Trask, is a big stretch. I think he's... I don't know if he's projected as a second rounder or not. Has he fallen? Originally, we were seeing him go in the first round, but like it, every year, boards fluctuate. Uh, just a month ago, Devonte Smith was rated as high as number two, and yeah. he has fallen way down the board now. Um, I've and, seen some mock drafts that have his uh, teammate at Bama higher than he does. Yeah, and, he and Jamar Chase, I think, is his name out of LSU, who didn't even play this year, mm-hmm. has skyrocketed up the board. I I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They haven't had their pro day yet, have they? Nope. I think Clemson's like the only one. And I, just... I don't understand how you literally do nothing and jump up to as high as the – I think I saw him at number three. Yeah. Maybe number two, depending on what the Jets do. Um, but, yeah, it's – and, again, as all these pro days – start happening we're going to see that board fluctuate up and down and uh it'll be interesting to see what philly does with that six pick because if you take a quarterback that's not sending a very good message to jalen hurts and then what if that quarterback doesn't work out right now you got to go back to jalen hurts who's obviously going to have a a fuck you attitude Mm -hmm. and rightfully so deemed confidence as well i would imagine Uh, yeah for sure you know so it's i don't know it's I think the move would be 
move back and actually put talent around Jalen, at least for a year. Yeah, you know? give it a shot. You know, who knows? There's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, and I'm sure there's a lot of teams that would be willing to move up to six to get the guy they want. So, and that's the other thing. Um, well, before I get into that, we'll get into the other situation that I'm obviously going to talk about, and that's um, the saga that is now becoming the Ben Roethlisberger offseason story. Mm. Uh, obviously, did you see anything, Kevin Colbert? Yeah. I did see sounded that. less than optimistic that they were that he was going to be the quarterback come opening day. Um, I think he's just being diplomatic and and trying not to over you know overplay his hand. Mm-hmm. I still believe Ben's going to be the quarterback because what are your other options at this point? If you're really trying it, to win this year and it's already going to be a challenge, it, but there are no other options. Is you can't piss away the talent that's there. Period. I mean, is it worth going all in for one more year though? Like, do you again? Well, I don't bring it, up this argument again. On, you you think you you're of the opinion that they the windows has a draft? I, again, I don't know about that. Maybe with that defense, if they can clean up a few things, yeah, they have as. Look, Pouncey's gone now too, so that's another Trent massive. fucking Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Yeah. That offense was, I mean, yeah, they had a great running game, but still, that was all on the defense. And our defense is special. And it's going to be a lot more special. Yeah, we lost Bud Dupree, but Highsmith was really starting to come on towards the end of the year. You're going to get Bush back. Okay. Either way, I don't, but yeah, I don't. Is it, is it a long shot? Yes, but a shot for sure. They're you never know what's going to happen in the course of the season, and they do have the talent that if they got hot at the right moment, they could make a run. So mm-hmm. I absolutely – am I going to predict it? No, but yeah. I absolutely believe that if the cards fall the right way, they have a shot. Well, since we're talking about the draft, well, I guess we kind of already covered that. Which quarter – would you take a quarterback late in the first? I don't I don't know. And, and see, it all depends on – on what's going to happen in free agency yeah. before I would really make up my mind who I want to see. Like right now, gun to my head, I want a running back. I want Najee Harris. I want Travis Etienne, something like that. But now with, of course, the retirement of, of Pouncey, they definitely got to fix the offensive line, mm-hmm. and that will both help the passing game and obviously the running game. But those are the you know two biggest holes. Even with the guys we're losing on defense, we're still going to be a top-caliber defense. Hmm. I mean, there's there's no question there. Are we going to be better? No. But we're we're not going to be that much worse. And I, I really believe that. Like I said, we're getting Devin Bush back. Um, Vince Williams missed a lot of last year. We've got a solid guy in Robert Spillane. And or we could make something happen with Avery Williamson. So, yeah, the defense is going to be pretty close to what they were last year. Mm. Offensively, the receivers are there, mm. no question. Um, yeah, we're probably going to lose Juju, but I think Claypool and Deontay Johnson both have superstar capabilities mm. if they can just make those steps forward. Mm. Same thing with James Washington, a very underrated slot guy, can take the top off the defense. Uh, tight end. Ebron, when he doesn't drop the ball, solid. Mm. Um, I could see us bringing back uh, Jesse James because mm. he's a free agent out of Detroit who was with us, who caught the touchdown pass that 
they said wasn't a touchdown pass that would have beaten New England a few years ago. And it, yeah, I don't want to get into that because I'll yeah. have another fucking aneurysm. Um, <sighs> but yeah, it, it's a possibility. That's all I'm going to say. All that being said, I still think that they're going to bring Ben back. It, it just depends on what they can do and what the salary cap is going to end up being, which they still have not announced. The only thing they did announce was that at we were under the belief, well, because it was, they said, the minimum cap was going to be 175, $175 million. Well, they have now raised that to $180 million. That's just the the bottom line minimum. Mm-hmm. It might be more, but it will be no less than one hundred and eighty million. Now, that's that's awesome for us. You know, right. five for us in our cap situation, five million dollars is phenomenal. Um, but they got to get some other things done before they can really decide what they want to do. And that is, you know, are they going to extend? TJ and Minka now hmm. and kick some of their money down the road. Uh, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, those guys are all possible restructures. Joe Hayden's a possible restructure. Yeah, Omar Khan, who is our basically second in command under Kevin Colbert, is our cap expert. And I got to imagine he's putting in a lot of fucking hours right now trying to see how they can make this work the best to put the best possible team on the field. Right. And I believe that that is going to include, at least for one more year, Ben Roethlisberger. That being said, I don't even know what they could do. If they can't come to an agreement and Ben decides to retire. And I I saw a lot of articles and people talking, even on uh, ESPN, about if they decide to part ways, where is Ben going to go? I... Don't believe in any way, shape, or form Ben will play for another team. Really? I mean, where's he going to go? There Um, isn't, there's not another Tampa out there. No. Other than maybe New Orleans. Yeah. As far as a team that a quarterback, a solid quarterback, can walk into and instantly become a Super Bowl contender. That team does not exist. New Orleans is also in Cap Hill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've got problems as well. And it's not like, and here's the other thing, Skip Bayless, you fucking idiot. Tom Brady didn't walk onto that team and instantly make them a Super Bowl contender. They added quite a bit of talent. In fact, every person that scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl right. wasn't on that team last year. So it's it's not like you just instantly walk in and become a Super Bowl champion. Right. So I, I just, I don't know. I don't see Ben going anywhere else with a whole new offensive line, whole new coaching system. Uh, Staff, whole new offensive coordinator system. I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. He doesn't need the money. And while I, I think he definitely loves the game of football and wants to play, I don't think he wants to play anywhere else after spending 17 years playing for the Steelers. I just, hmm. I mean, do you? Philip Rivers did, and he's got fucking 47 children. So, I mean,. You never know. Yeah, he needs the money. Yeah. That, that's a lot of fucking... What are those? Cheerios? Uh, yeah. Sure, I was going to think of the Dunkaroos. The fuck's a Dunkaroo? You don't know what a Dunkaroo is? No. It's like a kid's snack. You are higher than giraffe pussy right now. I can see it in your eyes. <clears throat> yeah, I picked him up and walked in the door and smelled like the ganj. And Dylan 
has the worst I'm high face in the history of high faces because you're not hiding it from nobody. No. Uh, so, anyway, Dunkaroos, as a stoner, you should know, they were like kind of cookie things, and you would dunk them in peanut butter or chocolate or whatever. I was born in 1992, dude. They've been around for a long fucking okay. time. You can Google them right now, Dunkaroos. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, I, I'm hoping that they can get some shit figured out here in the next couple of weeks and, and we can start trying to figure out where this Steeler team is going to go. And still no word, J.J. Watt is still out there. And, of course, earlier this week, there was a strong possibility that he was signing with the Browns. And... While that has that team might have some of the elements, or maybe even all of the elements that he was looking for in a team, I don't. I don't know. I think that brotherly bond is strong enough that might it would keep him away from Cleveland if we can afford him. But there's also Buffalo. I think is a major contender. They make a lot of sense. Yeah, if he doesn't come to us, which I still think is a possibility, albeit a long shot. Um, I would much rather see him go to Buffalo or Green Bay. I, obviously, I don't want him to go to fucking Cleveland, but um, I think he helps out. You know, Green Bay Z. Yeah, that's another team I didn't think of, or I didn't mention, but makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, and then his his wife is in his ear about Chicago, hmm. which I don't know the. I don't think Chicago's in the in the running. I really don't because. I don't see Chicago being a Super Bowl contender anytime soon. No. Um, and I don't know that their defensive scheme really fits for for what he does. But who knows, maybe. And, and I know that Pittsburgh's not a long-term. If he goes to Pittsburgh, it's one year. Mm. I, I don't think he signs for more than one year. It's just a this is our fucking – our Hail Mary shot, and we're going to put together the best possible defense we can and see what happens, and then we start the retooling. Because I don't think even, – even if they don't – Pittsburgh doesn't make it this year, I don't see them in rebuild mode because they've got a lot of talent there. While it might be lean, mm. and we might see, you know, 6-10, and 7-9, things of that nature, there's still enough talent there that is, it isn't like we're going to – fucking have a fire sale and get rid of everybody at least i don't think Mm. that's not the way the roonies have ever operated and i don't think they're going to start now Mm. they'll just take their do you agree with that i mean it's worked for the most part as far as as far as uh winning games and and being competitive it's worked granted i would have liked to have seen more super bowls in the last you know 20 years but when I look at what I've watched with Pittsburgh since, oh, let's just the early '90s mm-hmm. to now, we're fucking spoiled. Yeah, really are. I mean, Cower only had what one or two losing seasons in the, all the time that he was there. Tomlin has not had a losing season at all. And look, I'm not a Tomlin fan at all. I make no fucking secret about that. But at the same time. I've never, at least not in a very long time or that I can remember, I've I haven't had to suffer through a fucking two and fourteen or three and thirteen right. nothing like that. And looking across the league, 
there are a lot of teams out there that have gone into full sell mode and had to suffer some really, really lean years and never did anything with yeah. it. You know, the Jets. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you've got to have the smart guys up, you know, upstairs in order to go into full rebuild mode. And while I think we've got those guys, because mm-hmm. while Kevin Colbert and Cower slash Tomlin uh, have missed on a couple mm. guys here and there. For the most part, they do really good at finding talent in the draft. Right. So if we went into that full-blown rebuild mode, I would feel better about that than if I were, say, a Jets fan or a Jags fan, something along those lines where they've tried it over and over again and it fucking blows up. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't want to live in in that world where I have to suffer through just abysmal years. Chances are it's going to happen. Right. You know? I think that's why so many people are like, no, we got to bring Ben back is because they're afraid of that. Oh, absolutely. If I'm being like, yeah, we're, we're fucking spoiled. You know? I mean, look at me. I'm going to be 46 years old this year. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger has been the quarterback for a third of my life. Yeah. For all the suffering that I went through in the, the late 80s and early 90s, as far as not being able to find a decent fucking quarterback, mm. to all of a sudden now that has been literally the most solid position. Yeah. And, yeah, when, when Ben goes, I, I don't even know what the hell I'm going to think. Like, mm. here we go again. You know? I if, suffered through Mike Tomzak and Kent Graham. Right. And if they do part ways, though, who would you want? This year? Yeah. I'd like to see us do something for Sam Darnold. Yeah, me too. Would be My first choice is already gone. That would have been Matt Stafford. Right. Um, but my second choice, if we're going to start over, and I, I'd be okay with, with Sam Darnold. I'm not even going to say Deshaun Watson because that's, I a, don't fucking, think that's, that's a pipe dream. No. Um, but... I, it's that's that's choice number one, and I've got. Uh, I would be okay with with Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I'd kick the tires on it if we could get him at a cap friendly deal. I'm sure um, you could. Too. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. He brings a lot of things to the table, and he, here's another thing: that turnovers. I'm, yeah, that. <laughs> um, but and. Leading into the next thing I was going to talk about, there's another quarterback out there that I would love to have who could very well be out of a job here real soon if the rumors prove true. Which is? Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Yeah. I'd take Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. For a year or two, yeah. A year or two, see what happens. Yeah. Um, And the reason I say that, if you haven't been paying attention, is there is now strong rumors going around that Carolina has – uh, jumped into the the mix, and they have cut three players just in the last twenty four hours, and cleared up like twenty six million dollars in cap room. Mm. You don't do that without a plan. Yeah, I mean these a couple of these guys were starters, right? And they're cutting them. They're making cap room, and the rumor is, and this comes from a uh, Carolina beat reporter, is that they are willing to give up three. First round draft picks mm-hmm. and Christian McCaffrey, right? For Deshaun Watson. For Deshaun Watson. That's a lot. Are you shitting me? Yeah. 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 I... 
Hmm. Three three firsts is a lot, and now you're going to throw in the, the best running back in the game on top of it? Well, if you're Houston, you got to take that fucking deal. Because, I mean, they got, like, the oh, 10th I, pick I in this draft. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely take it, because that solves the running back problem. I mean, David Johnson was okay, but, you know, C-Mac, although I would hate it for C-Mac, because they've got no offensive line. And yeah, granted, Tunzel, that's it, but... Granted, they would... Uh, have a little bit of draft capital to maybe improve that. And I don't know what their cap situation is, but that's man. It's, that's a pretty good deal for Houston. I don't, I don't see that as a win for Carolina. I really don't. Cause yeah. Then you got Watson with no help. Yeah. And their offensive line is already iffy yeah. at best. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is, was solid, but he, he was running for his life a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And, while and Christian McCaffrey only played what two games all year. Yeah, you should tell oh, me you fucker. were. His <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he played a total of two, like two and a half games. And Mike Davis, literally, they took him off the scrap heap, and and you know he he did great, and that was the only reason why I made it as far as I did was because I picked him up, and he filled in for. He filled in that C Mac role with the the catching and running, although not quite as. Um, spectacularly as C-Mac did it, mm-hmm. but he still did very well. But point being, if they lose C-Mac, and I think this is their thought process, we didn't have him this year, and we still, you know, we have running backs that could do it, but now you're giving away all your draft picks, first-rounders mm-hmm. for the next three years, so you can't really do a whole lot, and they're not in the best cap shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better now that they made those cuts. But if you dra- or if you trade for Deshaun Watson, that twenty six million in cap room that you just created gets knocked down to I think ten million because Deshaun is supposed to count fifteen million against this year's cap. So now you have ten million dollars and you need an offensive line really bad. Yeah, and you don't have a first round pick. And, yeah, and you don't have a first round pick. So I don't know. Like I said, if I'm Houston, I take it because I mean, obviously you're in full rebuild mode and what better way to do it than to a get back into the first round this year that you pissed away. And then you've got two more years to find some other gems in the first. So we'll see. Would you do Christian McCaffrey and then a first rounder next year? And then another first rounder the year after that. If I'm Carolina. So I keep this year's first Mm -hmm. and then I give the next two firsts away in McCaffrey? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely do that. I mean, uh, who wouldn't? Right. I mean, we we know, look, Christian McCaffrey's been a fucking stud prior to this year, Mm -hmm. but we know what happens with running backs. Exactly. They, you know, very rarely do they last, and Christian McCaffrey has already shown this year that when you put that many miles on a fucking sports car – Shit starts to break down early and often, and I, I hope that that's not the case. But Christian McCaffrey had a lot of mileage put on him in college, yeah, and he had a lot of mileage put on him in his first couple of years in the pros. Mm-hmm. And if this is a trend to where his body is going to start breaking down, he won't be in the league very long, right? And he's not a big guy. Nope. You know, he's it's not like he's Derrick Henry out there and, and delivering punishment. He is a little bitty scat back speedster athletic, you know, and those guys don't last very, you know, 
can you na- name one that lasted a long time? Darren Sproles. But he was a third down back, really. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't an every down, you know. No. Yeah, and, and Darren Sproles, I think, is probably – I mean, his legs were like fucking tree trunks, whereas Sproles, he was he had mm. some thighs on him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't very tall or anything, but, but still, he wasn't an every down – 30 yeah. touches a game guy mm. at best. I think Sproles was in the, the 15 to 20 touches a game. Mm. Cause I don't think he really was a starting running back really ever. He nah. caught way more passes than first and 10 runs. You know right. what I mean? And so all that being said, that led me to this thought that I was having on the way over here. I can't remember in all my years of watching football a year where we have had this much, and potentially much more quarterback turnover. No, me neither. Starting quarterback turnover. I mean, it's it's already we got Goff, Stafford, Drew Brees is probably gone. Um, Watson, who knows what's happening with that? Uh, Garoppolo. I figured you'd name the ones that have already happened. Hmm? I figured you'd name the ones that have already happened. I, well, I was gonna go there, but then my brain just somebody like wipe, yeah wiped the yeah. Goff, Stafford, Which Wentz. Wentz, yeah, fuck. Wentz, Philip Rivers retired. Um, Breeze is probably going to. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't announced it yet. Uh, Roethlisberger's up in the air. Right. Um, Sam Darnold might be moved. Yeah. Bears, I, I – do you think the Bears go in with Trubisky? Yeah. You think so? Because mm-hmm. it's the Bears. And I, again, I saw this on. They don't have a lot of trade uh, capital either. I don't think. Right. And Trubisky played pretty well down the stretch. Mm-hmm. He really did. I mean, of course, all you have to compare it to is Nick Foles. But you know, the reason that the Bears went as far as they did was because Trubisky came back after he was renamed the starter in what week eleven, I believe it was, and he played very well. So. They they might they got to sign him yeah he's a free agent, um but they're gonna have to do something I think they're also kind of waiting to see what what else is gonna happen out there mm-hmm. and I again the Bears were one of the teams that was mentioned when they were talking about where Roethlisberger might play no he's not fucking going to Chicago no I will hang myself hmm. so uh do you have any like bold predictions of where some of these guys might land or Miami is still kind of a question mark yeah. as far as uh, whether or not they're going to stick with Tua and they have what the third overall pick fourth mm-hmm. third I think so um I like Watson to the Jets a lot like if I if there's one thing I had to pick to happen it would be that just because they're but see there was a a little story come out that it has somehow been leaked that Deshaun does not want to go to the Jets. That's weird because I heard like three weeks ago that that's where he wanted to go. I yeah, I thought so too, but now I'm seeing the opposite. Huh? So I yeah, I don't know what to make of that. And they definitely, I would think, have the best possible. Well, package. Yeah, package. Yeah, I mean, you got unless Carolina comes at you with three firsts and Christian McCaffrey, then it yeah, you know, then that you can't turn that down no but if the jets were to come out with like say two firsts and sam darnold yeah i might take that before i take the carolina offer for the simple fact that a 
I don't necessarily believe that Sam Darnold is a bust. Mm-hmm. Me and B, what basically what I just said, running backs don't last. Right. You know, it's and you're giving up three firsts. Or, or you, yeah, you're getting three firsts, but you're also getting a running back who might have durability issues, or you can get and is very expensive. Yeah, or you can get a, a quarterback that may be a good one. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet because he hasn't had really much talent around him, and a couple firsts, and how you could sweeten it and throw in a a future third or, or something like that. But and. I think Juju, it looks like Juju's probably going to the Jets too. Yeah. They have a lot of money to spend. and That that makes a lot of sense in my mind. Then, Juju really cares about marketing and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's the Jets, and they can afford to pay him, and they definitely need some help. Um, I don't want to lose him, but I understand that we're going to. You know, like As much as I want Juju and Bud Dupree on Pittsburgh next year, I realize that. It's going to take an uh, act of God to make that happen, and it's just it ain't going to happen. So, what about you? Um, I Darnold, I I definitely don't think Darnold makes it as the week one starter in New York. No, whether it's Chicago or um, Miami. I could even see him going to San Francisco. Yeah, I could see that. Because they don't seem to be happy with Garoppolo. Nope. Um, So I think before it's all said and done, I think Darnold is out of there. Uh, Miami, I don't think you should give up on Tua right this early. While he didn't set the world on fire, he showed flashes. You've got some good draft positions coming up. Um, So I think I would hang on to him. Uh, Chicago, I don't know if they don't make a move for Darnold. I don't know what else they would do. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston is, is possibly going to be out there, but I don't know. I, if, if, and when breeze makes his announcement, I think that's Winston is probably going to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they're in cap trouble as well. And until we get that number, it's really hard to speculate because, right. like, right now, yeah, Pittsburgh just got an extra $5 million, but are we going to get any more cap mm-hmm. relief or is it going to be a hard $180 million? And most of these teams are basically waiting on that number to see what kind of magic they got to work and, and and go from there. What is it, March? When's the new league year? Oh, I saw it. It's like the 7th. Seventh or thirteenth, something, mm. something like that, is when the the new league year starts. But the the number is supposed to be announced before then because right. that's when the team has to be cap compliant. Right, right, right. So here it is, February twentieth. They're gonna have to do make this announcement official, and I think it's gonna come this week. Mm. Uh, the NFL sent out the the memo to all the teams saying that the minimum would be one eighty, and they just did that uh, Friday. So I got a feeling that by the end of this coming week, we're going to know exactly what that number is going to be because teams got to have time. They, mm-hmm. you know, there are guys that are going to have to restructure, guys that are going to have to be cut, traded, whatever the case may be, and they're not going to drop that number on them two days before the league year no. starts, and then everybody's scrambling to, to get cap compliant. So the 
I don't know. This might be one of the most interesting off seasons we've seen in a long time. Yeah. I mean, as soon as that cap number drops, you're going to see a lot of people shuffling. um, And I think the trade talk will really fire up then. And, and we'll get a lot of answers probably either the last week of February, last weekend of February, first week of March. And then we'll kind of see where things are going. And then we can start preparing for the draft and watch, see what all the, trades are going to happen um because like i said i think the trend is wheeling and dealing anymore and the whole deshaun watson saga alone is is worth the price of admission i mean they're Mm. still holding fast but and and we've talked about this before i think part of it i honestly i think there might be some people outside of houston Mm -hmm. that are in their ear as far as like ownership other owners meaning meaning don't don't give in to this guy uh, because as soon as you do that's going to open the floodgates mm. superstars are going to basically try and force teams to put them where they want to go right and we're already seeing that in the nba yeah and, and the nfl has always kind of been uh much more firm on those kinds of things contract numbers and and not putting up with that kind of shit but it's coming Hmm. and i have no question that it's coming we've seen it to a lesser degree with some like second level guys like obj and things like that where they piss and moan and and Hmm. get moved but we've never seen it with a star quarterback superstar quarterback like we're talking a top five player in the league and if that happens, I I think we're going to see a lot more of it. So I could see some some of the Jerry Joneses out there going, don't fucking trade him because mm. then we're all in for a world of shit. And mm. I I think that's true. Mm. You start giving them too much power, and then why have a contract? Mm-hmm. You know, if you sign a contract, honor the fucking contract. But at the same time, ownership should honor their deal too. Like guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's why the NBA doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, well, if they cut you, you're going to get paid. So I don't. Yeah, it's it's crazy that the NFL, the highest risk for potentially ending your career and or possibly your life, and they don't get you mm-hmm. know, gear fully guaranteed contracts. But I don't know. That's why we're sitting here and they're sitting there. Yeah. All right, uh, just jumping around. There was a couple other things, NFL news. Oh, the Eagles released uh, Deshaun Jackson again, hmm. and he was he barely played this year, right? I'm trying to see, and that was his second run with uh, with Philly, right? He missed 11 games this season with with an ankle injury, so. Hmm. Um, I mean, somebody will pick him up. He's still a solid receiver when healthy. He's fast, and you know he could be a good number two or number three. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he goes to Indy. Right. <laughs> I don't know if he's buddies with with Wentz or not. Um, trying to see. No. Only other big sports story I saw was uh, Tatis Jr. For the Padres, did you see the contract he signed? It was like 13 years. Four, 14 years, $340 million. 
It's a lot. Yeah. He'll never see 14 years. No. Nobody. I mean, come on. Um, I, I always laugh when these guys sign these kinds of deals. Mm. Like, I don't get what the point is. Like, because none of them ever end up staying that long. No. Either they ask for a trade and get traded, or, you know, there's language in the contract where they can just void the years and looks good on paper. But yeah, I don't think anyone will ever literally play out one of these 10 to 15 year contracts. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. And the Padres are going to be stacked Mm. and they're going to be contending for at least the next few years. Um, other baseball news for, for all you Cubby fans out there, Jake Arietta was brought back to the Cubs on a, like a, it's either a one or a two year deal. Fairly low. Kind of ho hum, but it's it is Jake Arietta, and this is a guy who threw two no nos in one calendar year, and while he hasn't looked as strong as he did, you know, back then in 2016 and 17, uh, or 15 and 16, I think it was, um, it's still he might be a serviceable arm, so we'll see. And I'm sure I'll I'll get Jake in here as uh, spring training gets rolling, which I think I'll some teams have already started reporting pitchers and catchers and, and we'll go further into that. Um, jumping back to football real quick. Did you see the meme that was, I know you did cause you always see mm-hmm. NFL memes about the Bengals. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it said that at no point in history has anyone ever texted about the Bengals winning a playoff game because their last playoff win was 1991 and the very first text message sent was 1992. Right. That's, wow. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. And that's why I don't feel so bad when, you know, Pittsburgh being in the, the trouble that they're in and we might have a 500 year because could be worse. Yeah. Could be a, worse. Could be a fucking Bengals fan. So. Right. All right, so I think we'll uh, step away from sports and jump into some other shit. Kick it off with, uh, spoiler alert, WandaVision, Episode 7. Thoughts? Uh, You were right, or a lot of people were right, about Agnes. Yeah, Agnes was revealed to be the uh, evil witch Agatha Harkness. And they had the little song and not really dance, but kind of her own theme song where it basically said that she was, it was Agatha all along. I still don't think she's the big bad. Really? No. Okay. Why? Uh, I just, uh, while, because she's not big bad material. Like, I think she's part of it. Why not? I mean, she's like, the the mirror image of I I still I don't know so I still think that there's whether it's Mephisto or Nightmare or so I still think somebody else is pushing the buttons here much like Thanos hmm. and, and maybe maybe we don't see who the big bad is but I still think that Agatha is going is tied to somebody else down the road I mean. Thanos was the big bad, but we didn't see him until, what, seven or eight movies into the whole mm. Marvel thing. Um, did you see the post credit scene? Apparently not, no. 
It was this is the first time that they had one. I don't even know why I was still watching at that point, but I was and I saw it. Credits are like seven minutes long. Yeah. Too. Yeah. They have the the animated credits mm-hmm. and then they have the fade to black rolling credits. Mm-hmm. Well, between those two they had a, a quick little scene and it was uh Should we just watch it real quick? Yeah, well, if I can find it, yeah. I can. All right, well yeah, see what yeah. you can do. Um so, post credit scene, we see um, Monica Rambeau, who now has powers. I thought that was kind of lame, honestly. What, her power? Just having powers. I don't, does she do yeah. comics? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a, at one point, becomes the leader of the West Coast Avengers in the comics. She, yeah, she, and at, okay. at, I believe she even takes up the Captain Marvel helm at it somewhere down the line in mm. the comics. And we didn't, she didn't really have like show major powers, mm-hmm. but I think that will eventually come. Probably, if if not by the end of this little thing, I think we'll see more of her come Captain Marvel 2. Right. Um, and, and we kind of had a feeling it was coming because Darcy Lewis, who is Kat Dennings, who Dylan Shh. apparently wants to titty fuck. <laughs> Don't you? Well, yeah, they're nice. Um, But, you know, told her that her cells had been basically changed at a molecular level. So, uh, yeah, she basically kind of has become a mutant, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, But anyway, yeah, the final scene, she's looking around and she opens up Agnes's basement. And you can see all like the purples, whatever the fuck they are. Almost look like little serpent root, serpentine yeah, roots, roots yeah. and stuff. And then there's for the first time in the entire episode, Quicksilver slash Evan Peters uh, saying he just says Snooper's gonna snoop and cut to black. And I thought it was interesting that Evan Peters wasn't in the episode at all yeah. until that very end. And you did see in the flashback where Wanda like blasts him, so you didn't know if she killed him or what. But um, I think it's become pretty clear that he's not. Obviously, uh, Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So he could still be, whether it's Mephisto or Nightmare or another, um, what's villain or whatever. Yeah, villain, but like a in the the grand scheme of things, another pawn. Whoever is pulling mm-hmm. the the strings, um, I'm still not convinced that the guy, the leader of Sword, mm-hmm. isn't somehow connected to all this and we already know that the whole reason that they're doing what they're doing is because they want vision they don't give a shit about wanda they want you know the whole their whole thing was they wanted to basically bring vision back and use him as a weapon but yeah plus i i don't think that well i guess there's only two episodes left i mean agatha could be the big bad but i just i don't know that's what i'm i'm willing to bet I mean, they didn't come out and say it until the seventh episode. Yeah. And there's eight, th- two left, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's two more episodes, both of which are going to be an hour long. Mm. So, yeah, it, it's a possibility. but You're not getting another big bad. we got a big bad at home. I, I still think there's going to be somebody else pulling the strings. While we may not see it in WandaVision, I think in the grand scheme of things, we might end the series with the true 
you know, right. puppet master that's that's making all this happen, which could eventually lead into what phase five. I think we're in. That sounds right. Four or five, whatever the four, case may be. Four. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it's. I, I like I said, I'm still in. Uh, I hope they do find a way to bring Evan Peters back as Quicksilver because I think he's great in that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't think this iteration of him is going to turn out to be. No. That. No. Right. Anything else from the episode stick out other than Cat Denning's boobies? Um, no, not really. I mean, this it seems like kind of a maintenance episode, you know what I mean? Not every episode can have something big happen, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, we did have the big thing at the end, you know what I mean? But it that's kind of felt like that's what the entire episode was building towards. So, And, and Vision, obviously, the aforementioned Cat Denning's... Uh, Basically, she thought he was some weird, like, circus clown stalker until he did the whole Vulcan mind meld Mm -hmm. and and basically freed her mind in there. So now she's trying to help him figure out what the hell's going on. Um, And I also wonder if how they're going to get Vision to exist beyond this, or are they? I don't know. Could go either way there. I, I got a feeling they'd probably try to bring him back, but I don't know if you bring him back, then people would be like, well, see, they can also bring back uh, Black Widow, and see, they can also bring back... Yeah, but Vision is mean, an android. I know. I mean, he's not a human life. Right. It's, yeah. Um, granted, they have to figure out how to do it without the stone, mm-hmm. or I guess technically not really, now that we have the whole time heist thing, they could always find a way to get that stone and bring him back. But uh, still, like I said, it's been a, a really good show. It was a, it's been a weird, weird ride mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to where we're at. But, um, and of course this episode was modeled after modern family. Yeah. Modern family, the whole kind of documentary thing. And uh, a couple of things that were pointed out at one point when, Wanda is doing the talk to the camera thing. Mm-hmm. She stops and looks back at the curtain. Did you catch that? No, I did not. Yeah, she stops and looks back at the curtain because there's a big-ass fly on the curtain. Okay. That was how Mephisto made his debut. He was a fly spying on somebody hmm. before it was revealed that he's who he was. And then another thing that was shown was once they go down into... Uh, Agnes slash Agatha's basement. There's columns sticking up. Mm-hmm. And if you pause it at the right moment, you look at one of the columns, there is like a demon face on one of the columns. Mm. Could be nothing. Right. Could be people with too much fucking time on <laughs> their hands. Like uh, another theory I saw was in the first two episodes, there were a strange amount of times that they showed a clock Hmm. clock or watch or whatever. It's like four or five times that they showed a clock Uh, Four, definitely. And somebody actually spent the time. (laughs) I wish I had this kind of time. They spent the time to figure out that the hands of the clock positions. Mm -hmm. If you then took those and used a Naval flag signal, 
that that ties to the alphabet. Okay. Depending on which way you're holding the flag, uh-huh. each position that you're holding your arms as I do that here in the studio, like you can yeah. fucking see what I'm doing. Right. Um, but looking at those, they actually spell out a word. Okay. X-Men. Huh. It's either the biggest coincidence ever and somebody has entirely too much time on their hands. Right. Or somebody behind the scenes, whether it's Kevin Feige or whoever, is just a bigger fucking genius than we could ever imagine. Like right. the um, Oh, the other thing. We talked about uh, this aerospace engineer. Yeah. And thought that that was going to be a huge reveal. Wah, wah. Yeah. It was just some some army bitch. No, yeah. no big deal. They brought her a fucking, I think it was like a lunar rover type right. thing. Uh, and even that couldn't penetrate the Wanda's wall. So, yeah, that was a huge letdown. I thought that was dumb. It's like she walked into it earlier. Like I don't, I don't get that. What, well, because the whole cellular thing. She didn't know what it would do to her body, and that was mm. the the big reveal of her powers is that she could now pass through it mm. um, because of the, the fact that her cells have restructured themselves mm. to where, like, this heavily armored space rover, rover couldn't penetrate it, but now she could because of, mm. of what happened earlier. Mm. Uh, another thing that was pointed out from the previous episode was that when vision was trying to get through and ended up falling down and then the kid said, dad's in trouble, wanted to push the wall back. Mm. The way that he fell down Mm -hmm. was exactly the way the original, when I say original, the Avengers version of Quicksilver went down and died again. Yeah. These are either, Unbelievable coincidences or the amount of detail that they go into with this is just insane. Mm. The, the devil head, same thing, the devil head on the column. Mm -hmm. If you go back to a promotional picture that they, uh, Marvel showed for, it was either episode five or six. I'm not a hundred percent, but look real close right above vision's head. Mm -hmm. Zoom in is another, like, demonic head. Hmm. So it's, I don't know, it's, I mean, Marvel, look at the lengths that Marvel has gone to through some of these movies that, like, a a little tiny nugget has been planted back, like, in Iron Man 1 or 2, and we don't get the payoff until, Hmm. like... They're never quite that hidden, though, you know what I mean? True, but... Again, sometimes things change and the way people are when the internet, you know, it's like they pour over these episodes and literally nitpick every single frame. Uh, It's it's really cool the way that TV shows can kind of do some of this shit now. Uh, If you remember back uh, Better Call Saul, Mm -hmm. the... Oh, I can't remember the seasons, which ones it was. I think it might have been season two. But the episode titles throughout the whole thing, every episode title started with one letter. Mm -hmm. You know, did whatever. 
and somebody actually fi- figured out that when you put all of the word, all of the letters together, the first letter in each word mm-hmm. of each episode of that particular season of Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. it spelled Frings back. Hmm. Gus Fring from Breaking right. Bad, and lo and behold, that's who showed up at the end of that season and wow in, into the next season. So they do stuff like yeah. that. And the fact that they sit around in a writer's room and come up with that shit is like, I, I'd like to think that I'm pretty smart and have come up with some pretty good ideas in my day, but I don't know that I could ever get that deep. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I've uh, seen when video games do it because you're in this world for hours. Like right. GTA 5. Oh, there's, yeah, a ridiculous amount. They're, they're still finding little right. Easter eggs and stuff from the on the map at GTA. Yeah. Right. But uh, a movie or a TV show, I don't, uh, doesn't seem worth it, honestly. Uh, yeah. But, and again, a lot of times it just leads to people theorizing that that doesn't ever come up. And we're, we're still waiting. Here's the other thing. They talked a couple weeks ago. Remember they said that there's going to be a, a huge reveal of a Marvel character. Mm-hmm. And people have speculated. Some thought it was going to end up being Reed Richards. Um, some th- thought it might be Doctor Strange, which, again, that's another thing that the Nexus commercial. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of possible meanings about Nexus in the Marvel Universe, one being a Nexus, Nexus person or human is somebody that is, like, all-powerful, and they might be insinuating that Wanda is that person Hmm. or it might go back and because a lot of it talks about doctor. If you're doctor, doctor, doctor could end up being doctor strange. Hmm. And they say that this huge, uh, surely by now you've heard it. Luke Skywalker moment is going to be coming. No, I hadn't actually. How are you on the internet and you've not heard that? No, the Luke Skywalker moment. No, well, see, you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, so. Yeah, I do. Not, well, it's, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, thanks. Well, now I don't, don't need to watch it. Perfect. No, you still need to watch it. Ah, I don't know about that. It's a great show, talking about The Mandalorian. Even without that, it's a Well, I didn't know show. until you just told me. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's. It, I, 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 for as, I'll say this. I realize that the prequel trilogy. No, I know it looks good. I'm going was, to get to it at some point. I actually, I didn't like Phantom, but I enjoyed the last two oh, way crazy. more. Wait, no, let me finish the fucking sentence. I enjoyed the last two of that trilogy, being uh, Attack, of the Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. I enjoyed them more than most. Granted, there's a lot that I didn't enjoy, but they weren't horrible. Like the sand that's coarse and irritated and gets everywhere. Like yeah, that? Yeah. No. But the uh Phantom Menace again, that was that was a letdown. And then the the last ones I don't even know where to begin. I liked The Force Awakens, but I also understand that what it was, which was soft reboot. It basically, yeah, yeah. They were recapturing old glory and then they just went off the rails. Like I liked The Last Jedi. For the most part, really, uh, some of it. You didn't I mean, when you first watched it. Well, I mean, 
of the three, yeah. it was probably the best overall movie. Mm. Still some some problems and glaring mm. holes and the whole Finn and Rose story was fucking stupid. Yeah. And then the way, you know, Luke had this badass moment and then he just fades away. Like, what the fuck? But then they they come back with uh, the rise of Skywalker and they're like three separate movies. None of them really tie together right. to the point where like there's rumors that they're going to try and do a, a whole nother reboot of the sequel trilogy. Like, I don't Wow. Yeah. Um, I did see that apparently Ryan Johnson is going to get a trilogy now. I don't think it's necessarily going to his own trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I like Ryan Johnson. And I think if he can do it without uh, too much influence from Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. it could be good. I mean, it's Star Wars. They're, they're going to make money regardless. Right. Especially now with, with what Favreau has done with the Mandalorian. It's really like, it's sad that this, this series it gets, way more hype than any of the last three movies. Yeah. And it it is, it's really good. I mean, it's, I can't, if you're any kind of star Wars fan, I I can't express enough how good the fucking series is. Hmm. And yeah, I spoiled the last moment of this last season, but it's the way that it happens is just, it's a great, great, great scene. Hmm. So, all right. Well, I think we've, uh, do you have anything else? Think we've ran oh, uh, GTA 6. Um, apparently, there is a job listing at Rockstar for uh, the script description. The job description is much more detailed than what I'm going to say. It's basically someone to work on a trailer to capture in-game footage used for marketing. Does that sound like to you? A game trailer? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So, And they didn't name the game, but it they... So a lot of people are thinking we're going to get a GTA 6 trailer pretty soon. See that's um that to me that's amazing that there's literally been no like they're just there's no talk about the game at all other than pure speculation by idiots like us and uh, then they're just gonna drop a trailer out of the blue which I, I could see it happening fuck they they've literally had the chance to work on this game since two thousand and seven eight nine I, what well I don't know when the fuck did it come out <laughs> like twenty thirteen. Okay, either way, that's a long fucking time to work on a video 2008. game. 2008. It seems like it. What, 94? Uh... It, it's, uh, come on. Does it, it literally seems like GTA 5 has been out since I was in high They're school. They're beta, beta testing on Pong. Are they Atari? Uh, I mean, but, uh, again, name another video game that we could say that about. That what, hasn't been out for, that's been out that's, for a long time? That has been not only out, but playable and updated. Other than shit like Warcraft right. and things like that. I mean, this is mm. a GTA game that eight years later is still getting updates mm. and and much, much content and still generates millions, if not billions of dollars of revenue for Rockstar. Right. I did see their statement, too. Take-Two came out and said that they... Take-Two and Rockstar said that they, you know, they really are still committed to single-player experiences and they're going to still make single-player games because they know it's what... Rockstar is good at so because a lot of people were worried with uh, 
just how long they've been supporting GTA Five and how much money it's made that they might get away from that. But they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to still make single-player games, and the online's kind of separate, which I think is great. Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, the, I've never I've the played, market is still fucking huge for that. I, I mean, I play GTA Online. I don't know four hours total. I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no, not me. Yeah, uh, I was a level over level three hundred, like in 2014. Mm. Like we played it just nonstop. I can get on right now, and I'm still higher level than most of the people that literally have been playing it for a long time. Because if you recall, that was when I was not working really anywhere. And all I did, literally, from the time I got up until the time I went to bed, if I went to bed, was play GTA. And most of that, we would do some missions and things like that. But usually, it's just sitting on top of buildings, fucking sniping people and being assholes. Didn't you get sent to Dunn School once or twice? Uh... Twice, I believe. Right. What he's, what he's talking about is they didn't really ban you unless you were, like, cheating the system to get money. While I I never did that, I did benefit from it at mm-hmm. one point because you could set bounties on people in the online world. But usually the highest bounty I think you could do back then was 10000 or... 25,000, hmm. not, nothing major. Right. And all of a sudden, somebody figured out code that you could put a billion-dollar fucking bounty, and you'd be playing, and anytime a bounty was put on somebody, it would come up, like such and such as put a bounty on. And it would be, if it wasn't you, it would be a little thing in the, the corner you'd have to kind of pay attention to. If it was you, it would come up real big on your screen and say so-and-so has placed a whatever bounty on you. So you'd be sitting there playing and just fucking around and all of a sudden, wham, the screen would come up and such-and-such has put a billion-dollar bounty on you. <laughs> and then it, I mean, you want to talk about a game of survival yeah. because all everybody in the map, and I think at the time you could get, I think, 25 players mm-hmm. were in a map at, at one time. If you didn't, I mean, you had your crew if they were on, but everybody else was coming for you. And that's right. like you literally, a lot of times people would just go and hide in their apartment. <laughs> that was the only place you were safe. But then when they would literally just wait. Yeah. And as soon as you, you could leave and, and go to another map, but as soon as you joined that one, the mm. bounty's still there. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you left and went to another world, you still had the bounty. Hmm. Until you died, that's what would happen. So we had a group of anywhere from there'd be two or three of us all the way up to like six or seven. And we'd get into a world and just hope that one of us got a bounty put on because then we'd just kill the other, kill your buddy, turn off friendly fire or whatever, kill your buddy, get the money, and and you're good to go. And literally within two weeks, I think we all were able to cash in on those bounties. Mm -hmm. And... We knew it wasn't going to end, so you literally just started spending and buying every fucking possible thing you could because we knew it was coming. Rockstar announced that they were... First, they started banning the people that were doing it, but then they started taking money Mm. from the people. I I know people that went negative. Oh, wow. But they didn't take anything... That you bought? That you bought. Mm. 
So that was it was a race to spend the money. I mean, you would fucking buy all the cars and garages that you wasn't that possibly a, could. Wasn't that a movie back in Tanks, the Tanks, jets. Someone gets like uh, X amount of dollars from Brewster's like Millions. Yeah, there you Richard go. Pryor, uh, John Candy. Yeah, that would have been about 1980. Oh, I think it was early to mid 80s. Hmm. But yeah, he was a uh, a Chicago guy and yeah, this this I don't remember if it was a relative or what, but left him 30 maybe it was 100 million. It was a ridiculous amount of money. And the the thing was he had to spend every single dime in a legal fashion by by a certain date and if he did that he would then get i think 30 million or something mm. and like he bought the cubs and or maybe he didn't buy the cubs but he bought like box seats and yeah it was it was a good movie mm. one of richard pryor's better ones that wasn't uh you know stir crazy or one of the gene wilder ones mm. but yeah basically mm. same premise you just you would get that money and fucking buy everything that you possibly could and sure shit one morning i woke up logged in and there's my account sitting at fucking zeros like mm. man come on because i i spent obviously more than what i had to begin with so yeah i had to start all over and sell some shit so you have some money oh yeah yeah, yeah. i just started selling the cars that i didn't drive and then the heist came along so that helped rebuild the old account but mm. yeah it was uh <laughs> It was tough, tough going there for a little bit when you <laughs> your fucking, private jets. Yeah, and... you log in and you're broke, but yeah, you literally have whatever. I had every boat, every jet, every fucking helicopter, all the cars, motorcycles, two or three garages worth, every clothing item, every gun. I mean, it was it was insane. Uh, good times. Hmm. So, so yeah. Uh, again, back to what we were originally talking about: GTA Six. Um. Oh my God! I can't believe we haven't talked about this Mortal Kombat trailer. Did not see it. Well, let's watch it now. Okay. All right. So we just watched the Mortal Kombat trailer for the movie that is coming out. What? April 16th, I believe. Yeah. on In theaters and HBO Max. Do you see why I insisted on the Red Band trailer? Yeah, a little gory. Mm. But, I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. It's got to be. Um, First two weren't. That was part of the problem. Yeah. And they were fucking horrible. Right. Uh, especially the first one was just, No, second one's worse. I didn't watch the second well, one. That's how bad the first one was. Right. So, um, I mean, it, it looks it looks like a Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> yeah, it's more. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll again, it looks somewhat watchable. I'll probably check it out. Mm. Um, thank you, Internet. Yeah, it's an HBO Max watch for sure. It's not a no. It's not even that because you got to pay for HBO Max. That's a uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know who's missing? Who's that? Literally, oh Luke, um, Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage. Yeah, I almost said Luke Cage. That's not it. No. no. Uh, and why? Like Johnny Cage was one of the most popular guys. Hmm. Granted, not so much as time went by, and like Jax wasn't in the original. I don't believe. No. Um, was it Reptile? Reptile. I don't think it was in the first. Was, one. He wasn't in one of the originals. Uh, but yeah. Most of the heavy hitters are there. Um, Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Sub Zero. Is uh, it Goro, the four-armed dude, oh, motherfucker? Yeah. Um, the chick, Sonya, mm-hmm. she's in it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it looks watchable. Looks a lot better than the previous ones that have come out. Mm. 
that might just be because of the passing of time and effects are better, but yeah. And it, it is, I mean, Mortal Kombat, it, it's a fighting game. Like yeah. how the fuck do you turn that into a movie? No. I, I just, I don't know. I did. To me, there are way better games out there that these millions of dollars could be spent turning into a movie. Speaking of which, that's the other part of news we can talk about. Um, Pedro Pascal has been, uh, cast as the uh, main character in Joel in uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. And I can't remember who the daughter was. I uh, I think a kind of an unknown actress if yeah. I'm not mistaken, so. Um and, and while we're on the, the Gears, I believe Gears of War is in development, a mm. movie about the like the original Gears Finally. of War. <laughs> um I think I heard that ye- news like fucking 10 years it, ago. Yeah. Um and I literally this week downloaded Gears Five and I'm I'm playing through it now. Hmm. Um which if you remember I was a huge, huge Gears of War fan. Oh, yeah. Um this one like it's a good story so far, mm-hmm. but it's just not the same because while Marcus is in it, mm-hmm. he, he's not the playable character. Right. It's not even his son like Gears Four was. It's this chick. Uh Kate is her name. Who right. is somehow related to the locusts, and like I said, so far it's pretty good. Hmm. Uh, but they'll never recapture the magic with Coltrane and hmm. Baird, and they're all in it, but again, very small parts. Hmm. Um, what was the other um, Metal Gear? Yeah, uh, God, I can't even remember who they announced, but there's a person that is playing Solid Snake, a somewhat big name has been cast as the the snake character and they haven't really said which metal gear they're basing the story off of i think it's going to be based off of the uh oh us um fuck oscar isaac yeah all right which dameron poe from the star wars trilogy he was also apocalypse learning Remember that part of the movie? No. When he touches the TV and on says, learning. X-Men Apocalypse, I just told you. Oscar <laughs> Isaac was Apocalypse? You didn't know? He's, yeah, you see him without. No, I don't remember that. In the very opening, yeah, he's not blue. Yeah, no, I didn't. Did not hmm. remember that at all. Hmm. So. Anyway, yeah, so that's what's uh, going on this week. I'm sure we'll. Uh, Get back here some point next week. Talk some more shit. Depending on what happens. Mm-hmm. Depending on if and when you get roped into working and not working. Right. So, yeah, that'll wrap it up for episode number 48. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya.